Welcome to the Bible Story Podcast. My name is Brayden, and over there we have... Wait, you're not John. Nope, I have commandeered this podcast. Okay, for everyone not in this room, which is in fact my living room, that is my good friend Noah. He is filling in for John in this episode. Stay tuned as we explore Saul through 1 Samuel chapter 11. Welcome, welcome, welcome. We are so excited to have our program coordinator, Noah Bend, with us today. Thanks for having me. Should I talk like John, you know, maybe make my voice a little deeper and (laughs) more, well, old sounding? Yeah, if you could just sound like a 95-year-old man, that'd be great. No, maybe I'll edit that after the fact. I'll add some, you know, creaking old bones, some old man grunts. You know, our audience, we don't want them to feel out of the loop. Oh, man. I I hope John doesn't take this personally or anything. No, he's not allowed to take it personally. He throws me under the bus at least (laughs) twice per episode, so I'm not worried. Okay, well, I'm excited to jump into today's passage. And to be the guest of this episode, I feel like I'm getting a, a behind-the-scenes look at, like, Disney World or something. Yep, that's it. We're we're pretty much like Disney around here. Pretty much. I mean, if you just ignore the kitchen renovations, the fact that we're recording this in your living room, really, but there's no rides around here, unfortunately. No, it, it's true. You know, I do have a wheelie office chair that I that I bet if we Ooh. if we sit you in it and we push you down the stairs, it would give us a ride-like sensation. <laughs> Totally. (laughs) Okay, I'm just joking. Parents don't get mad at me. For any kids listening, although it sounds like that could be fun, it is definitely not safe, okay? So where did you guys leave off last week? Okay, so with our story, uh, we were introduced to Saul um, as a person who was appointed to be king. He was tall, he was dark, he was handsome, very much like me. (laughs) Yeah, Brayden. Yeah, it really speaks about his handsomeness a lot. It's true. Okay, it does. I don't. I don't know why it does, but it, it really makes a point of saying that no one looked as good as he did, or was as tall. So Saul is chosen or anointed as the king of Israel, but has yet to step into that role full time. Correct. So we actually see him take the throne at the end of this chapter, chapter eleven. So this, chapter 11, starts in the town of Jabesh, a city of Israelites, and they are being threatened by the Ammonites. Yes, very good pronunciation of all of those things. I wouldn't know if you did it wrong. Um, Yeah, so the Ammonites are actually giving the people of Jabesh a really harsh ultimatum here, or a choice, right? Mm. Uh, It's been given to the people, and, and they are to sign a treaty and gouge out all of the male's right eyes to make sure that Israel has a certain amount of dishonor put upon them. Ooh, that does not sound like fun at all. Nope, I like my eyeballs. Uh, It (laughs) does not sound like fun at all. Uh, Their other option then is they ask for some time and send out messengers to see if anyone will save the Israelite people once again. I like whatever options allow me to keep both of my eyeballs. Yeah. Uh, it seems like a pretty small thing to ask for. Uh, okay, so Noah, jumping into the story, would you read verse 6 to 8 for us? Absolutely. It says this, When Saul heard their words, the Spirit of God came powerfully upon him. Then he burned with anger. He took a pair of oxen, cut them into pieces, and sent the pieces by messengers throughout Israel, proclaiming, This is what will be done to the oxen of anyone who does not follow Saul and Samuel. Then the terror of the Lord fell on the people. They came out together as one. 
When Saul mustered them at Bezek, the men of Israel numbered 300,000, and those of Judah, 30,000. Okay, so that's a good outcome. It does really seem like that's a, that's just, he's just sending out a, a bloody oxen package. <laughs> yeah, I definitely think if you were trying to send a strong message, this would be the way to do it. <laughs> yeah. Um, I have to say, although I have never received a bloody package, if I did, I, I think I would receive the memo loud and clear. It, hard to miss. <laughs> Subtlety was not what Saul was going for here. <laughs> not at all. Okay, so the, the story does continue. They sent a message. They sent actually messengers back to the people of Jabesh, and they said that they would be rescued by the time the sun was high and hot the following day. Saul then separated the many people into three groups. And that night, he sent out those three groups to the Ammonites, and it says that they attacked and killed them until sunrise the next day. And if any of them survived, they were scattered and not left in even of groups of two. Yeah, basically saying that there was no way that the Ammonites would be able to attack them back. They were so scattered and, and defeated and, well, killed. <laughs> yeah, so... So far, I, I have to say, um, with this podcast experience, yep. it's a lot more gruesome than I was expecting. Yes, that is true. This epi episode seems to be particularly violent. Um, and as we know, not all Bible stories are like this. So there's a, a purpose to this one. Okay, I have a question. Yes, go for it. Is Saul king at this point? Or why is he the one commanding the people? Yeah, that's a really good question. I think we see in the last chapter that Saul is anointed or appointed as king, but it kind of seems that he's yet to be given the kingship. In fact, we read this after this section of the story at the end of the chapter where people, uh, the people then go to Gilgal, where Saul was made king in the presence <clears throat> where Saul was made king in the presence of the Lord. And all of the people celebrated. It was a big deal. So at this point, for him to be leading the people, um, I think they might have just been used to the idea of him being king. Mm. Okay. Noah, that really sums up the story for today, but we have to give the people a takeaway. Okay, so what is our takeaway from this episode? Or what have we learned? Or how do we apply it to our everyday lives? Oh, I know. If you want to get a message across, send them a piece of your oxen. Okay, no, no, dude, no. <laughs> I'm joking, I'm, I'm joking. <laughs> Don't do that. <laughs> okay. Uh, Noah's joking. <laughs> His only episode he'll ever be asked to be on. <laughs> um, just jokes. Okay, uh, so what is our actual takeaway from today? Okay, um... Well, I think Saul was appointed as king in, in this last chapter. Right. But it seems as though we he had a problem with that. Yeah, it, I mean, or a hard time kind of stepping into that. He ran away, actually, and hid from the people for a while at the end of chapter 10. Mm. So even though God has been speaking through the prophet Samuel, yep. there was some nervousness and or uncertainty on Saul's part. So I think... That we, we can really can really learn something here. We really see Saul step into his leadership here for what looks to be the first time. Mm -hmm. Or at least the first battle, perhaps. Yeah, first time leading an army. Um, 
That's that's very true. And and we actually see then saw a, a person who is nervous and and scared perhaps mm. gain some success in leading those people. Exactly. So I I think the takeaway here would be to trust God even in our faults. I like that. Even though Saul was a faulted person and we all mm. fall into that section, we are mm-hmm. all faulted. Uh, Saul felt unfit or not ready. God was calling him into that. And God knew the steps of the process and what it would look like. Exactly. Oftentimes, God sees things in so much of a bigger way than we would ever see things ourselves. Yeah. I agree. Okay, so to reiterate or to restate it, trust God even in our faults. Growth tip time. Growth tip time. Growth tip time. Okay, Noah. (laughs) The growth tip is absolutely my favorite part of the podcast. Me too. We get to practice this stuff each week. I always appreciate the growth tip. Really makes the lesson more approachable. I agree. Okay. Are there any ideas of how we can make this week more approachable? What would be the growth tip? Well, I think it should do something with trust. Yes, I I would agree. Maybe, um, you know what I think? Trust doesn't have to be complicated, actually. What if it was just a simple prayer for trust? Mm. We each have something that we have trouble trusting God with. Yeah. I agree. There's there's moments or or situations in our life that it's difficult. So perhaps, actually, we just ask God each day for seven days to help us trust him in whatever situation that might be. Mm, I I like that. Prayer is is always really powerful. And and don't ever be afraid to invite others into it as well if you Mm -hmm. feel comfortable to do so. Yeah, absolutely. All right. Well, that is the episode. So Thank you, everyone, for joining us. Remember that there is nothing more important than a growing relationship Mm. with Jesus Christ. And Noah, a special thanks to you for digging us out of this hole and saving us last minute. (laughs) Absolutely. I'm happy to join anytime. This has been a great experience for me. We are so excited as, again, we continue to open registrations and see campers signing up. Noah, you get to see them all at summer camp next season. Are you excited? Oh, goodness, am I excited. I can't wait to see as people who've come in the years past come back to camp and as more people continue coming to camp for their first time, registration is now open. Oh, I can't wait to have a blast this summer. Take care. God bless. Catch you guys next week.